You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. Pogues, uh, it's fantastic to be here. This is going to be um, this is going to be interesting. Of course, we're we're coming off of our our hundredth episode, which is a big deal. You know, it's the end of an era, it sort is. of a new one. You know, that's right. Uh, so I, I don't know exactly how this works, but um, I do take it we're on the same page, and that we're going to have to go ahead and um, start back over again, right? Because that's what you do. You hit a hundred, and you go back to one. Yep, that's right. So next week's episode. Is uh, Batman from 1989? Can't uh, wait to be yelled at again. As far as I remember, <laughs> as far as I remember, it was not a good movie. Mm-hmm. So here's here's some things idea. I remember about it. Okay. Uh, great set design by Anton yep. First, who later unfortunately killed himself. I remember that because I remember reading that Yikes. when we did it. It was very depressing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember actually. Uh, Michael Keaton's not a good Batman, and an even worse Bruce Wayne. He's an okay Batman, but he's, he's not yeah, a good Bruce Wayne. I think maybe if you rank him, he'll fall. Oh, he won't be last. Val Kilmer's last on for both for both Batman. I do and, recall that I'm putting Adam the, West on this list too. The fact that it's called Batman is kind of a misnomer. It's more like um, the Wacky Adventures of Vicky Vale, if I recall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has a lot more to do. I remember Kim ba- Basinger's vale. uh, dialogue being predominantly screaming. I did think that her the movie's focus on Vicky Vale's sort of experience through meeting Batman and trying to write about him and finding out about various things. Like, we, we see a lot of the movie through her, her lens. And I thought that was weird and maybe overdone until I saw the Superman films and realized what it was like when you treat Lois Lane purely as, uh, I guess, something for Clark Kent to look at. Yeah, because, and, and boy, uses X-ray got, vision to look at her underwear. She's got no... She's got no sovereignty in those films. She is she is just a uh, she is just a machinations of a bunch of horny, horny scriptwriters. She's a leaf on the wind. Sure is. She uh, does deliver well, that great. Can you read my mind? Dialogue. I'm kidding. That whole scene is terrible. Yeah, they talk about her panty color in two movies. Um, but what I wanted to discuss today, of course, is actually our hundred and first movie. Uh, let me just go ahead and run the algorithm. Uh, let's see, I've got the script here. Okay, the script is gonna. The AI I built is going to determine our next movie and put parameters and run. No, it says. No, it says that. No, I can't be right. All right, no. No, folks, it's giving me an. It's giving me a movie I don't think exists. This is really screwed up. It's telling me that we're going to have to see Batman Five, Superman colon Dawn of Justice. That can't be right. I mean, it's some sort. Of, it's, it's like three movies jammed together now, what kind of name would that be you're i think it wants <laughs> us to watch batman v superman which is that documentary on the landslide supreme court decision that disallowed super people to have teenage sidekicks i don't know isn't it isn't it bizarre it's a horrible name they, for a film that they they sat down and said all right we're gonna do a, a, a film called batman vs superman and and someone's like yeah that's cool but it's not exciting enough <laughs> Well, they were like, we need to explain that it's the start of something. (laughs) It's the start of bad storytelling. And thank God Batman, or maybe Superman, I don't know, I haven't seen this one, uh, finally brings justice to our world. Thank God that didn't exist. Mm -hmm. Because no one knows knows the concept of moral moral and ethical justice more than a lawless vigilante billionaire and an alien. (laughs) Two people primed. Who, if if 
the other films they've been in have taught us anything. Superman destroyed an entire building just so he wouldn't have to kill. Like, he killed thousands of innocent people because he didn't want to kill one bad guy who was the last Kryptonian. A a man who spends more sailing the Russian ballet company on his yacht as a cover uh uh then he the, the he spending the, the amount of money he could do to to impact meaningful society. change <laughs> on society and gotham uh is going to bring some justice to us uh and and superman who seems to uh to to only understand that um being a morally upright person as far as i can tell from man of steel involves lots of just stern staring mm-hmm. and lots <laughs> of like i don't know if i should help people He's, uh, I don't like Super, I don't like Man of Steel. Uh, and this is a weird continuation. Well, let me tell you, I don't like any of Superman's speeches where he's like, uh, I'm, I believe in standing up against evil. And I just want someone in the background to be like, yeah, Superman, I'm made of flesh and meat. <laughs> I'm mortal and very easily killed. Uh, <laughs> so I can't fight, you know, most of the things you fight. It, it is, <laughs> so there's a, maybe there's... chill. <laughs> There's a great uh, Superman comic that sort of addresses the idea that it's like Superman's always like for right and justice. And at one point in time, somebody's sort of like, "Um, you know, you're like basically God, right? Like you can make everybody do what you want because they can't say no. So you could just show up in a country and be like, hey, you guys need to get rid of all your weapons. And when they say no, you could just level the entire country and they'd be like, oh, we should do what Superman says because we can't kill him. And there's, like, sort of a series where, like, Superman becomes God and, like, basically creates peace on Earth through, like, a super totalitarian, like, don't yeah, fuck and, with and, me. And Which, that, what you're describing, he wouldn't even need to really do any of that. Because, no. I mean, if Superman shows up and says, do a thing, you're just like, well, I guess we're doing a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody tried to shoot him. That didn't work. Well, I'm all out of ideas. No, no, we're out. We're out. Um, but, uh, our, our old pal Zack Snyder is back. Um, mm-hmm. that's right. Uh, we're talking about the director, Zack Snyder. Of course, you guys know him for, uh, for his work on the, um, My Chemical Romance, uh, Desolation Road music video. And of course, we all really know him from, uh, Legend of the Guardians, The Owls of Gahul. Mm-hmm. Um. And also, didn't he write that, uh, didn't he produce that rape fantasy movie, Sucker Punch? <laughs> Yeah, he did. I, I think I think at this point, if we mention it one more time on an episode, we're legally obligated to pay that studio money. Okay. Um, which would be good because it didn't fucking make any. <laughs> yeah, That's right. Drive-by New Line Cinema. I have no idea who made that movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't be this snide. <laughs> no. Or, no. Zach Snyder. Okay. You wasted it. That could have been a good podcast well, name. <laughs> Getting snide okay, on Snyder. I, 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 I've already worked. I've already worked on our our, our Zack Snyder podcast name, which of course, uh, in Snyder, the mind of Zack Snyder. Oh, um, we've serious. already got that one on lock, and that one's not beatable. It's one of my favorites. Um, but uh, ba- Batman v Superman came out in uh, 2016, uh, a year of many bad things having taken place. Mm-hmm. Uh, this being only one of them, uh, uh, in which the yet to be welcomed. Um, uh, super, rebooted Superman uh, is is joined by a completely rebooted Batman in neither of their 
set up films where we learn more about them, but instead just uh, a yeah. mashup where they get irrationally mad at each other, now, as far as I can tell. If you had been like, they're going to make a Superman movie and Batman's going to be in it, and they're not going to do his origin, I would have been like, that's fine. Like It's sort of like when they do a Spider-Man movie, and they're like, well, we should explain how he becomes Spider-Man. It's like, no, there's two superheroes. You probably never... Three superheroes, you don't have to explain their origin story. Superman, Batman, and Spider-Man. Everybody knows their fucking origin story. You don't need to keep doing it. But what's crazy with this one is they introduce Ben Affleck's Batman, and he appears to be like... It's an amalgam of The Dark Knight Returns, the Frank Miller comic, minus all of the interesting parts of The The Dark Knight Returns. It's just like a, a... a Batman who's had like somebody put like a little bit of uh just for men hair color in his hair, like so he looks like he's salt and peppered, and then that's it. And his butler appears to be the exact same age as him. I don't know if you noticed that, <laughs> but like he's being played by Jeremy Irons, who's like I think 12 years yeah, older than, than Ben Affleck in real life. So it's like I don't think you could be someone's butler and, and be roughly their age. I rem- it's it's the law. I remember when this movie was uh, when it, when the the Ben Affleck casting was announced. People were really like people going wild over it. And I was like, well, no. I mean, like Heath Ledger, you know, as the Joker. The people were were going crazy about that. I mean, mm-hmm. Christian. I mean, they go crazy about every casting. And honestly, like eighty percent of them work well. Like, I mean, it's not that big of a deal. I had no in- I had no no surprise or concern with Ben Affleck uh, playing playing Batman. Um, He's what was bizarre. To- Go ahead. What was bizarre to me was just like it was just chucking him into what seemed like a Superman movie, well, uh, and that, that's the problem with this entire. Because I've seen this movie, Ben has not. I, I saw it. I think. Correct. I, I, I want to sadly say I might have seen this in theaters. I don't know Yikes. why. When? Why the fuck would I have gone to go see a movie in 2016 in a theater and it would have been this one? But uh, are you okay? I, yeah, it was. <laughs> something was going. 2016 was a rough year for me, apparently. Um, <laughs> But, like, he's fine as Batman. He's, like, the only somewhat agreeable part of the movie. He's fine. He's perfectly fine. The problem with this movie and the parts of Justice League, because I didn't bother to see Justice League yet. I know I'd have to watch it for this, and I wasn't going to watch it twice. (laughs) But is DC does not understand their own characters. Superman is really brooding, which is not Superman's character. And in this one, Batman is, is... batman he's just plain batman then they abruptly but they like occasionally give him these like kind of quippy one-liners like he's iron man but they have to be delivered perfectly flat because he's supposed to be batman so they never work and then it's just really confusing because well batman doesn't make quips uh do do save it for the podcast yeah uh, well I, trust I, me I'm, uh, I'm sure i'll be way angry i'll tell you i've watched two and a half hours worth of shit I'll tell you the one thing that, that's happened with me with this is when I watched the trailer initially before the film came out, I was curious about it and I and I was optimistic. I saw some parts I thought were weird and I saw some parts I thought were very interesting. One of the parts that interested me was the uh, the sequence of like sort of a like cloaked like commando Batman like fighting a bunch of men in what appeared to be the desert. And I thought, huh, interesting. I, I'm very curious. They must be taking this in a very curious like off the rails direction, which I think is kind of what i want because so far the problem i've had with most of the dc movies is that you could you could predict them from start to finish like within the first 10 minutes of setup you could probably track the whole film and have no surprises waiting for you you know as the course of the film um 
so I was very interested at, until later, once it came out, I didn't see it, of course, but I read a review um, that that was a dream sequence that later does not tie back into the film's main plot. Yes. And I just want to make a, I just want to make a clear statement here now, which is if you're a movie, you are legally not allowed to use a dream sequence in your trailer. That's just called lying. You're just lying. The problem with this movie is this is not a Batman movie or a Superman movie. It is a two hour long attempt to set up the Justice League completely unearned. The Flash shows up and shows this weird vision and that's what it is of the future, which is from like the expanded the DC universe thing. It never comes up. It's not even a plot, I believe, in Justice League. They try to set up like a bunch of shit in this movie as if you have any idea who any of these characters are. You give a fuck what happens to any of them. Like, they introduce Wonder Woman, and you're like, this is cool. Why wasn't there a Wonder Woman movie before this movie? Like, why am I introduced to her character in this, and then I'm going to go watch a movie that's going to explain who she is? And it's just, this is like DC's... This was their problem with, I think, all their movies, is they're rushed to catch up to Marvel. And so instead of being like, let's make a, a Aquaman, Wonder Woman batman martian manhunter movie let's set up the universe and then we'll create a, a, a movie that brings them together and makes sense no this one's just going to bring them all together with no understanding of why they're together force them to become friends for no reason set up an ending that's immediately retconned by the end of the film and hint at a character that nobody's seen the movie unless they're a dc fan is even gonna know what the fuck you're talking about because they're like trying to set up dark side like thanos except for Nobody, you have no idea what the fuck they're talking about because unless you read DC Comics, you wouldn't know. It's really dumb. Which arguably, arguably was the same case with Thanos because I, I remember when that first um, Marvel after credit sequence came up that had Thanos credited in it. I remember that very distinctly because I was in a theater for whatever film that was. And when that scene came up, I heard about a third of the audience gasp and the rest look to their companions that they were with at the, at the movie to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, like like, but then, but then they went on to through a series of films start to start to put more bricks on that until they yes, had something. There's like six end credit scenes, excuse me, with Thanos and setting it all up. So by the time he appears, you're like, yeah, I'm with you. I got it. He's somebody they call the Mad Titan. People are scared of him. He's probably a mass murderer, and he wants these fucking He's stones. Gathering gems. Yeah, yeah. So by the time they introduce him, it's all they can just like throw little bits into the movie without having to be like here's 20 minutes worth of an origin story that you have to watch beforehand so we'll see how it goes maybe this movie will be better the second time i watch it he said completely unsure of the statement maybe sort of the wild crazed detachment uh from reality that we're all feeling will somehow sort of play into it like a companion like like a fine wine paired with this film Maybe just the, uh, the, the, you know, the cabin fever is all we need to make this movie work. I have no idea. I haven't seen it. Yeah, seen we all need to be sleep deprived and, and scared. <laughs> yeah. That's the way to enjoy <laughs> Batman vs. Superman. Fear for your life. Uh, I just wish they had gone with an ex- I think I think if you're going to go with, like, sort of a double tag on your thing, like Batman and Superman, and also it's the Dawn of Justice. I, mean, just, I feel like you gotta go for three, you know? They should have been, it should have said Batman versus Superman with Wonder Woman, colon, the setup for a Justice League film, and then, like, a return, so it's on its own separate line, Dawn of Justice. 
And then brackets. Part one. Here, here we go again. Part one. <laughs> here we go. Again. <laughs> and at the beginning, it should say Detect- DC Detectives Comics. So it's really confusing. <laughs> Presents Batman vs Superman, featuring Wonder Woman, ca- Flash cameo. World's worst Lex Luthor. Yeah, I remember Kevin Spacey played him once. Uh, Dark Seed? Question mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you guys remember Doomsday? Fuck it. <laughs> Here comes the Flash. We promise. It's soon. <laughs> It'll happen, guys. We'll get to Aquaman eventually. All right. Well, that'll the- be it uh, for next week. <laughs> I'm sure you can expect us to be coming in with glowing reviews. Uh, If you didn't listen to our 100th episode, I highly recommend you go back and take a listen to it. We had two sets of guests come on, even even via quarantine. We had we had Colin guest. It's a great episode. Howard the Duck is a terrible movie. It was very funny to do. Uh, I did also want to say, if you listen to it, you'll hear our original theme song. I put it. I put back in the original version and like an extra special. Ben, ben mentions it during the podcast, but an extra special thanks to our friend Aaron Smith, who uh, you can find on like SoundCloud and Facebook under uh, OPE. You so have if you're to. not from here, go listen to his stuff. He's done like, hip-hop beats, electronica. He did both those theme songs for us. He did the first one in three days, and Look, it sounds like it's a studio do- quality. We don't do plugs. Like, we don't do, like, plugs that aren't our own podcasts or our own things. Our guests do those. That's fine. But we don't plug stuff. We're not sponsored by Stamps.com. So what I'm saying to you... We want to be, but we're not. (laughs) What I'm saying to you is that the fact that we're taking this extra time to talk about the quality of... uh, uh, We'll go ahead and call it our producer. uh... Yeah. I mean, it it is... When he said... And I will say this, too. The version that'll be at the beginning of this episode, the, like, electronic with no lyrics, he just sent that to me one day out of nowhere. He just said, hey, I was messing around and I redid your theme here. And he just sent it to me. And he will not let me pay him for these. (laughs) I've tried so hard. So I recommend... Just just check him out. It's... You won't be I highly recommend finding a friend who can say, whoops, I did art. Here you go. Yes. I mean, it is pretty amazing. So I cannot stress enough to check him out. He is awesome. Yeah, and he is... I was just checking real quick his... Oh, it's Oak Tempo. So O-P-E, the word tempo on SoundCloud. And he's got a bunch of tracks up. Uh, check them out. They are very, very good. Especially if you like sort of electronica and synth music sort of stuff. He's amazing. So check those out. And, you know, I, I don't think he actually listens to the podcast despite making several themes for it. But uh, if he does hear this, you know, we really appreciate what he did. So come back next week for Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Oops, I did it again. Yeah, this, the episode will be called uh, Pogues v. Ben, colon, we didn't like it. <laughs>